welcome to the Let's Decode Stigma podcast. My school was like triple his. I think in the end we worked it out. I'd kiss like over 50 people with tongues in like under three minutes. Which, when you think about it, is pretty disgusting. And I'm not surprised I've got glandular fever. In advance, but, you know, it's your fault because you took wrong one bit. I'm sorry I blocked you. It's just because I was obsessed with your profile at the time. I was quite concerned that I was actually going to be traded in for a camel. Like, I think he would have picked the camel over me at this point. In Norfolk, that... I just deleted it straight away. I was like, this is depressing. I cannot stay here if this is my dating life. Hello and welcome back to episode 5 of Let's Decode Stigma podcast. Today I want to talk about two topics where women get a very bad rap, especially when it comes to dating, and those are slut shaming and the word psycho. Um, I was listening to a podcast on my walk this morning actually and it's talked about how everyone has a different relationship with the word feminism and I think what I've realised is this is one where I have quite a strong connection. I wouldn't say that I am a huge feminist, I am, I definitely believe in equality uh, but I also believe that not everyone, we can't achieve it in every aspect. Um, so this is one area where I think that we are very unequal and men are in some cases a lot worse than women are but if women act the same then even in 2020 we get called words like slut or psycho and they're more of a negative word whereas if a man acted in the same way they would be called a player which is slightly more of a positive spin on things um so that's kind of what i want to talk about today and it's all it's a topic that's quite close at the moment because so I have a a friend up in Manchester who is definitely a serial dater he you never really know who he's with and there's always multiple girls Um, and that's fine but we thought hey be quite interesting to see what that life is like and my friend said to me why don't you instead of like dating for a purpose just go on loads of dates and see what it's like and just, you know, kind of like what they make you do in Celebs Go Dating. Like, go on a abundance of dates and then, obviously, if something happens, then great and stop. But if not, just see what happens. Uh, and so during COVID, another taboo subject, I did go on a variety of dates, um, which... I know it's probably not fully within the rules. We slightly bent them, but it wasn't during the peak of COVID. And don't worry about that. Uh, and I decided to go on a series of dates and see what it was like. And let me tell you, it was stressful. I I really enjoyed all the dates that I went on and I have thoroughly enjoyed the experience. However, the organisation, the remembering who you've had conversations with, remembering who does what type of sport is it's far too complex for me. I like an easy life. I don't really date very much, so going in with like this was a bit, maybe it was a bit too far. But all in all, I think I've now loved the dating experience and I would continue to do it if the opportunity was there. I, one week I had three dates. We went paddle boarding and, you know, it was really nice doing it in lockdown because everything was kind of outdoorsy. So stereotypical dates uh, didn't happen and it just meant we were a bit more adventurous or like it was just very low key and chilled, which I think made it better. If I had gone on a dinner date or drinks 
four times a week I just wouldn't be able to cope um so it was quite a nice experience um but from that I've had a few comments and remarks about it and it's just been done in quite a derogatory way I have been told that I have a fear of commitment and then I've had a comment like oh are you trying to get through the whole alphabet and my friends have made the joke like my best mate was like, right, let's set a new challenge. Let's see if you can date someone from every letter of the alphabet. Because there's a running theme where I date people with the same name. So it just makes it a bit more interesting. And obviously when he said it to me, it was it was said in jest. It wasn't said in a negative tone. Whereas when the other person said it to me, it was said in a very judgmental tone. And I mean, there's only 26 letters in the alphabet, if I'm right. And that's not even that many. So um, I just think that like... But if a boy was doing it, it wouldn't necessarily be seen this way. Like, the guy we have, we're friend and friends with in Manchester who does it, I, he does have a bit of a rep, but it doesn't stop people from dating him, it doesn't stop people from liking him. Whereas here, you get, like, mutual friends telling people that you're going on dates with, like, oh, watch out, she doesn't really, like, do commitment or whatever. And I think that it's just because I'm a girl. Um, so, and I've also had the when is it acceptable to sleep with someone conversation and I think again for growing up I think girls are taught very differently to boys and you're taught that you're it's a very like romantic thing and you should wait and it's more about like the love aspect where I think boys I mean I might be completely wrong are not taught in such a manner and um, we're just brought up in very different ways in society so I think if a girl sleeps with a guy on a first date or has a first or has like a one night stand, you're instantly judged a little bit more than if a guy to do it. Um, so if like your son slept with a girl on a first date, you probably went bat an eyelid. But when I've done it in the past, I've had comments about it. And um, my stepmom recently said to me, um, is it acceptable to do it on a second date? And I was like, it's acceptable to do it whenever you want. Um... And I was talking to my sister about it last night and we're both of the opinion that it's one of those things that it's going to happen and if the moment is right and you want to do it, then do it. Uh, we don't really see the point in waiting or because in my personal opinion and experience, if someone's going to ghost you, it doesn't matter if you hold out until the third date, the fifth date. If they just want that from you and then see you later, they'll do it whether you do it on the first or the fifth. And personally, I'd rather get less invested, do it, let them ghost me, see you later, rather than five dates in, I'm like, oh, this is probably going to go somewhere, and then be ghosted. I think it makes it a lot worse, and also I feel like we were laughing about it the other day, like, imagine if you hold out and you spend, like, I don't know, six months with someone or something, ridiculous, and then you go to sleep with them and it just doesn't work right it just it just the whole thing doesn't work like what a waste of six months I would just rather you know wow bam thank you ma'am get it done and I think also people say that boys will judge you on it why they would want to do it as well um and I think it's just one of these situations in dating where you're put under so many like rules about what you should do what you shouldn't do on the first date like should you kiss someone on the first date should you sleep with them should you not should you and I think that just makes it so much more complicated. And then as a girl, if you're dating multiple people, you're going to get like, 
yeah, like I say, slut shamed. And it's like, it's happened to me a few times in life. Um, and like I say, it wouldn't be the same for boys. Um, there was this one time when I went on a girl's holiday in Sunny Beach. And it was a great holiday. I had a fantastic time. I ended up coming back with glandular fever and since have now got asthma, um, which in itself is a bonus because I don't have to wear a face mask at work during COVID because I've got asthma. Thank you to all those boys. Um, but glandular fever is known as a kissing disease. So when I came home and I had glandular fever, everyone kind of knew what I'd been up to. And actually it was quite an innocent game where I contracted this. So we were in a bar and I got pulled up to play and I got pulled up against this really nerdy guy and I my dad has taught me up that no one remembers second place you cannot lose if you're not going to win don't bother playing so I stood there with this really nerdy guy and the rules were you had I think it was like two three minutes and you had to go around this bar and kiss as many people as you could so you'd get one point for in the cheek two points from the lips and three points for tongues and obviously like this rep came around with you to like count it up and then at the end I remember I was so nervous they released his score and he got like 50 or something and I was like oh god I like definitely haven't beaten that my score was like triple his I think in the end we worked out I'd kissed like over 50 people with tongues in like under three minutes which when you think about it is pretty disgusting and I'm not surprised I got glandular fever but I was very proud of that achievement because I had won and Everyone was like, you can't tell your parents. I was like, of course I can tell my parents. It's my dad's fault that I had to do it. Like, he brought me up not to lose and I'm not going to start now. Like, just because it's like... And they were like, oh, that's like, you know, people will judge you. I'm like, I don't care. Like, it was a game. I don't go around kissing 50 boys every day. I don't, you know, I don't sleep with 50 boys a day. I didn't go on holiday and sleep with everyone. Like, I just played a harmless game. Got glandular fever, was sick for months. But it was still worth it. And... I just think that it's just this... But if a boy had done that, because all lads have gone on holidays, and every boy you speak to, they're like, oh, yeah, we had similar games, and uh, and they think it's, like, funny, and it's fine, but I got seriously judged for it. Um, and it's just things like that where we get it so differently. And someone said to me the other day, I think it's actually that boys should be less proud of their achievements and girls should be more like we need to find a middle ground like not necessarily saying that these kinds of behaviors are acceptable or not but the boys who are deemed as players and who sleep around kind of need to be brought down like it's not a great thing the way that you act so it kind of needs to be brought down but at the same time girls kind of need to talk about it more because I don't think that we necessarily do I think when I went on at dates at uni and stuff, like, you don't come into uni the next day and be, like, shouting about what you did. Like, you might tell a couple of your mates, but no one really talks about it, so no one else knows that, actually, yeah, like, quite a few girls sleep with boys on the first date and they don't really care, or, you know, like, people do have one-night stands, and, because apparently my sister's boyfriend, sorry for disclosing this, guys, um, said on, and they had a conversation one day, and he was like, well, have you ever had a one-night stand? And she was like, yeah, of course I have. Like, I think it's just them situations where people don't open up the conversation. And I know a lot of people are like, I know I'd never do it. And that's like, and then judge you for doing it. But it's it's just one of those situations where if it happens, it happens. It's not, it's not the end of the world. Um, and it's not, it doesn't make you a bad person. doesn't make you a slut. Just, I think you just need to move away from that word. Um, 
And then, so that kind of leaks onto the other one in that I think because girls get negative comments quite a lot, you can, the other negative word we get is the word psycho. And this word really gets me. Uh, it's now my red flag when I'm dating a boy. This is the deal breaker now. Um, if they call their ex-girlfriend a psycho, I'm out of there. Like, I'm not sticking around because nine times out of ten, you are the reason that they are. So my ex said, and I don't know why this didn't even hit me at the time. You think, oh, God. He said to me, I only, he's like, I've got a type. And I was like, what is it? And he's like, yeah, every girl I seem to date is a psycho. And I was like, right. I was like, well, I'm not, so that's fine. And then when I met his ex at the party, who I spoke about in the last podcast, she was like, yeah, he just said that you're a psycho, like everything you did. And I was like, well, of course he did. He calls everyone a psycho. And I just think it's one of these words that isn't necessarily fair. Um, someone described the person they're seeing to me the other day as a man described a woman as it's like getting a beautifully wrapped present on the outside and you're so excited and then you unwrap it and you find that it's absolutely fucking chaos inside and I just think that's really funny because the person who said it to me is life is also quite chaotic I think you could probably say the same about them but and I said you do know that you're a bit a bit like that and he said no but you are and I said, well, everyone's chaotic at times, and women are irrational. Like, But in our heads, it's rational, but to you, it's not. It's like the whole sparkling water thing when I went on holiday. Right? I was tired. I'd been driving for hours. I was hot. I wanted to go home. And you bought me a bottle of sparkling water, which you know I don't like. Reacting to that does not make me a psycho. It just means that I'm tired. And, yeah, it probably was slightly irrational. I'll hold my hands up and say it. But it doesn't make me a psycho. And I think that the derogatory terms that we get labelled with kind of, it's like adding fuel to the flames. Like, if someone calls me a psycho, if someone says, you're acting like a psycho, I will erupt because you need, like, there's obviously a reason why we're acting that way. And I'm not saying that it's all on the men, I'm not blaming them. I'm saying there's obviously a miscommunication issue. And don't get me wrong, some people absolutely are. My mate Bradley only dates crazy people. And when I say that, I'm not being hypocritical. One of them kicked me, right? Crazy. Some people are just a bit crazy. Other people are just have these moments where they're irrational. We might be hormonal. We might, who knows? But I think it's about not prodding the bear. Like... And boys can act quite crazy as well. So the same holiday in Sunny Beach, we'd planned it in the January. And I had, I was on one of those phases in my life where I was going out a lot. I was getting with lots of people and I didn't really care who and I didn't really care who it hurt. And it's one of those times where you hold yourselves up and you say like, I was 19. Everyone's a dick at 19. And... I'd broken up, I'd had a long-term boyfriend, then got with another boyfriend quite quickly after, and I just kind of went on this, like, rebound spell of, let's just have some fun. And 
So I did do things that probably shouldn't have been done. And I started seeing this one guy. And he was also seeing multiple people and it was just a bit messy. And I decided that, fine, let's play him at their own game. And I also started to date his best friend. Which I appreciate is probably not the best idea. But, you know, at the time it felt like a good idea. And then, naturally, this guy got quite pissed off. And one night we were out and he turned to me and he said... I'm going to come to Sunny Beach and ruin your girl's holiday. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, don't be ridiculous. That's so stupid. And he was like, yep, yeah, I'm coming. And his cousin was sat there and he's like, you're not going to go. Like, don't be, like, come on. That's ridiculous. Like, she hasn't done anything that bad. Like, well, like, e- and nothing justifies that anyway. And uh, kind of, like, brushed it off. Thought he was drunk. Thought, you know, he was t- giving the all talk. And then I... One of my friends was friends with his friend. And she was like, you do know they've booked it? And I was like, no, they haven't. Like, that's, they haven't. So we arrived and we asked the reps if they're arriving. And they said, yeah, they're arriving on Wednesday. Now, if a girl had ever done that to a boy, she would be branded a psycho forever. And so these guys arrived on holiday. I was laying by the pool. And next, you know, I'm getting like... They're shouting down at us, like, constantly. And everyone around the pool was like, are they shouting at you? And I said, yeah, he's followed me on holiday. And they were like, what the hell? Like, that is so weird. That is so weird, for the words. Like, what a dick. And I'm like, yeah. And it was kind of then, like, brushed off. And it was brushed off with everyone at home. I was like, oh, it's a bit weird, isn't it? No, that is full-on crazy. Like, and if a girl had done that to someone... Like, girls get it all the time when they, like... I have recently heard a story where someone had broken up with someone a year ago and then they kept turning up at their house. Which, again, also is very inconvenient and quite annoying. And um, obviously need to get something off their chest. But she was branded a psycho. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't agree with the behaviour. But why was she branded a psycho for turning up at someone's house, which is actually five minutes down the road... But someone flying four hours to Bulgaria to, and I quote, ruin your holiday is not branded a psycho, but it's because he was a boy and not a girl. And I just think this, like, double standards are, like, the word psycho just needs to not be used, period. Like, it should, it should die out unless it's used about someone like Ted Bundy, who is an actual psycho. And... Like, it just needs to, like I say, boys need to stop describing girls like that because you also act like that and also push people to it. And I, don't get me wrong, I hold my hands up and say there's situations where I probably have and there's probably situations where I have been a slut. But it shouldn't be a label that I should then hold forever and I shouldn't then be judged by every decision I make. So essentially, to round up this podcast, I think that, We need to either judge everyone on the same standard, not judge people at all. If you want to sleep with someone on the first date, sleep with them. It's your body, it's your decision. As long as you're obviously not forced into it and you can make your own decision, then do whatever you like. Again, if you want to wait three months, wait three months. If you want to react over someone buying you sparkling water, react. Don't bottle it up and you won't be labelled a psycho because of it. So I think that 
but equally don't kick people or follow them on holiday to sunny beach because that's weird um and i think just the whole point of this one the stigma is we just need to stop labeling girls or questioning what we do we should all be treated the same and then you know we it's another it is another form of feminism and i don't normally like to be a preachy one but these two topics over the last three months specifically have i mean the psycho one's always been quite prevalent with me uh just mainly because i've dated boys that have used the term quite a lot and i've had boys follow me on holiday i've had boys constantly texting me when i've told them i'm not interested i've had boys call me a psycho and actually they're the one that cheated on me and I think it's just one of those words that it's just not fair. Like, people aren't using it correctly. Either that, or I'm just going to start calling boys psycho and see how they like it. Because it's it's just not a nice label to be described as. You can say that I was irrational one day, because I'll hold my hands up and say, yeah, it was quite rational. It was. But the moment you say I'm a psycho, I'm never going to agree with you. And equally, let's praise people do whatever they want in their dating lives like don't go around hurting people don't get me wrong my friends fully support every dating decision I ever make and mainly because they know there'll always be a really funny stories come out of it like no one my best mates always encourage my dating escapades I mean let's be honest in the last three months they've told me to go on serial dates during covid and try and get every letter of the alphabet because they think It'll be great because they receive voice notes. Obviously, I can't release the dating stories on here at the moment because it's quite far too soon. But they receive voice notes about, like, stuff that's happened or things that I've got. And they find it hilarious. And it's not damaging my life. It doesn't change who I am as a person if I date, if I go on three dates a week it doesn't matter if I, I'm not saying I slept with them all, I'm not saying I didn't, I'm just saying that like, it doesn't change who I am, and it doesn't make me a bad person, so why am I being given such a derogatory term, or equally, why am I being saying that I'm scared of commitment, when I'm not, because as soon as I find that person, that'd be fine, I wouldn't bother, is there an issue in joining dating, no not really, I see it as a, I like to go out and meet people, and just have a little chat. Everyone who knows me loves knows I love to chat. I mean, the fact I've started a podcast kind of says it all, doesn't it? But I'm that person at work, walks in in the morning at 5am, like, good morning. And from that point on, I will be chatting to you. And I find it really hard when people don't. So I love it when I go on dates with new people and I can just chat, find out about them. And I think people just assume that because you're dating a lot, you're getting about and you're not so to tie this up I think the whole point is don't judge people on their actions unless you know the full story and then even so it doesn't need to be a negative thing uh a lot of people some of the people who've made comments about me recently I think it's come from quite a negative place because they are not doing it or they are not able to like I get comments like, how do you find all these men? And it's like, well, actually, because I put myself out there and I make the effort, I make the chat. I, my friend, I've actually, during this COVID thing, friend zoned a guy who I met on Tinder. Um, he won't mind me saying it because he's going to come on the podcast at some point. And um, 
he said, yeah, you're like one of the only girls who's ever like messaged first. And when I say this to my friend, I'm like, you need to message them first. Like come up with some good crack. Like just start the conversation. She's like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. And I'm like, of course you can. We are women. We're in this 2020 where we're equal. You can make the first move. Why are we waiting on the men these days? And then because I'm doing that and not necessarily like holding back, again, my sister said, my boyfriend didn't kiss her on the first date. And I was like, sorry, what? But like, it's because I'm not afraid to be the person that goes in for it because, and someone says to me, what if they then reject you? And I'm like, well, then they reject me and it's great because then I know I don't have to go on a second date or I don't have to do that whole awkward do you want to see me again? Blah, blah, blah. Like, if you kiss them and it's good, you know they want to see you again. And if they turn away, well, fine. See you later. Have a nice life. And I think it also comes from that point where, like I say, we don't talk about it as girls. Boys are pushed that they have to be the gentleman or not even the gentleman. Like, they have to be the one to instigate things when actually we could do it. So I think there's a lot of conversations that need to be had about this topic. But the main ones are stop branding women with such negative words and actually just empower them for their decisions do what you like enjoy your life as long as you're not hurting people as long as you're not killing people it's your life it's your body and don't be ashamed of anything that you do do so thank you for listening to this week's podcast i hope you've enjoyed it if you could all continue to share them on your Instagram stories and send me little comments because I love receiving them. I've received some really nice ones about people that have enjoyed it and things like that. So if you could continue to do that, that'd be great. And if you're listening to this on Apple, if you could give me a review, I would massively appreciate it. And I hope you're all having a lovely day.